Hi, listener. Welcome to the More Than Me podcast with your host, Becky Harrington, sharing stories of women who decided to move outside of themselves and claim a higher purpose because together we are more. In each episode, we'll dig deep into stories of women who shed their fear and shame so that they could claim their higher purpose. Each week, you'll leave inspired, free from the shoulds that have been bringing you down and prepared to walk ahead towards your bright purpose. Experience a community that has forged a path before you and discover that you're not alone. Hi, listener. This is our um, this is episode four of the More Than Me podcast. I am your host, Becky Harrington. And I want you to join me each week as we discover the triumphant stories of women who decided to have more for their lives and accept their purpose. This is a podcast for women who have a deep longing in their hearts, crave community, and are ready to step out in faith. Welcome. This is episode four, and I am I am joined with a super special guest um, that we like by chance met through the the wonderful <laughs> world of the internet just a few weeks ago. She is the founder of the Dallas Girl Gang Facebook group. Yes. Her name is Amanda Smith, and one of the things that we thought was so awesome is that their hashtag is hashtag you can sit with us. So Amanda, say hello. Tell us a little bit about your group and the things that you're doing to bring women together. Yeah, so I'm super excited to be with you today. Thanks for having me on. Um, So I started Dallas Girl Gang really as... um, I started as a Facebook group, and so you're right, it is a Facebook group, Um, but over the last two years, it has turned into this community organization and a huge leg of my company. I grew up in the Dallas area. I grew up in the suburbs in North Texas and um, lived here my whole life, went off to college, went to a small Baptist college in Arkansas, and then I taught there for two years. I'm a full-time teacher, and then we came back about to almost three years ago. Wow. And not the same people were here. My network was different. I was doing different things and I was kind of starting over again. And so, um, I had been, you know, I I had this entrepreneurial itch. I started with a direct sales company and loved the community of that, loved working for myself and making my own money. And I was like, I can do this and I love this. And so started to really find different ways to network and plug in. Um, But I couldn't find something that was all inclusive for anybody and everybody of all ages, all walks of life. Um, And so I'm the type of person that if I see a need and I see like that I have the resources and the power to do something about it, um, that I'm going to fill that need. And so I just created something for that because I didn't see anything. Um, And so that's where Dallas Girl Gang came about. Um, And that's our biggest thing is like you said, like hashtag you can sit with us and uh, we're very inclusive as far as if you are a stay-at-home mom, or if you just got out of high school, if you just got out of college, or if you have been in, you know, this game of life for decades and decades, and you want to share your life experience with a bunch of other women who, like me as a 20-something, I could definitely use some wisdom from someone else that's definitely older than me. Um, And so that's really what we try to promote is that everybody's welcome. 
um, whether you're you're looking for professional networking, um, networking for your business and, and um, education to grow your business, or whether you're just looking for a new girlfriend, because that's scary as an adult sometimes. So. Yep. So Amanda and I have this really funny way that we met. <clears throat> this woman, Dr. Courtney Baker, she checked out my Facebook page and saw all of the stuff I was talking about for more than me. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I love this. So she joined, like she just joined as a member, like just like that. And she was like, no, you guys need to know this girl, Amanda, who started the Dallas Girl Gang. So this is how Amanda so and I are on this podcast today. We're going to meet in person in Denver um, or in, in Dallas. And it's so crazy how yeah. this internet world can work. And um, so yeah. this is just another great example of how technology can bring us together. But the real secret sauce is, is, is in person. So like mm-hmm. I always say, that if you're listening to this, it's March and next weekend, March 23rd, mm-hmm. we're going to be in Dallas. Amanda's going to be there. I'm going to be there. We want you to join us in Dallas. So if you're listening, go to morethanme.com, click on the event section, sign up for Dallas today because this is about women coming together and we want to see you there. If you can't make Dallas, then there's going to be more events coming this fall and we'll be announcing those dates and locations in the next few weeks. Um, Also, if you can't make it to an event, um, you can join the member program. This is a group of audacious women that want to band together and live out their purpose we get on Zoom every single month together and we bring in experts, marketeers, coaches, um, people that are going to help you move forward um, and claim your um, unique purpose in your life. So you can go to morethanme.com, click on the membership section, join with us, and you can get on a call this month where um, you'll be joined with people like me and other um, collective members, other members, and it's a great community. So if you can't get in person with us, which is the secret sauce, at least uh, join uh, our membership program. So Amanda, mm-hmm. let's get into our yeah. discussion. Uh, I want to know why you started this Facebook group in the first yeah. place. I mean, you kind of, you gave the business side of your answer, right? but I want to know like from your heart, like what was going on? What was missing? Yeah. And what did you, what was like, what was it that you really wanted to create? Yeah. So yeah, that, that is kind of, that was kind of my, you know, canned, this is our motto, this is our whatever. Um, so about three years ago when we moved back to Dallas, um, my husband and I had been in ministry and he was a full-time youth pastor. I was a teacher out there, um, been a worship leader my whole life and we led worship together. We did, it was just this whole like ministry married couple thing, this whole gig, um, ended up, and I shared this recently on my podcast, and it's been one of the most popular episodes, like go figure. Um, but I just got really, really honest about, uh, that experience. We actually were like pushed out, pushed out of that church, um, and had to move. And so all of a sudden we found ourselves, um, our five year, 10 year plan was no more. And we just had to figure out a place to go. And I grew up here. And so I was like, well, like Dallas is an obvious option. And so we ended up moving. And um, so from, you said, from my heart, from my heart, when I came back, um, I'm a very social person and very outgoing. Um, I thrive in 
and recharge most of the time by being around other people, even if it's just a couple of other people. Um, I don't know if you're an Enneagram person, but I'm a seven and that just is very, very extroverted. And so when we moved back and I didn't have connections and I didn't have this group of people to land in, I felt really lonely. And I was like, well, I'm a young 20 something. I'm a teacher. I have these people that I work with all the time, but like, these are not my people. Like, I, th I think your people, quote unquote, can be the people that are just like in your everyday life, in your neighborhood, in your job. I think that's beautiful. Um, but I, I see so much opportunity in people's circles of influence. And your circle of influence is completely different from mine. But clearly, especially because of the internet, we now have many mutual friends or acquaintances, right? And it's wild. And so um, as I came back and like I said earlier and started networking for my business, um, I was really also just trying to find like, okay, I need some girlfriends. I had an amazing college experience. I lived with my best friends. They were all in our wedding. And then you graduate and everybody splits up and we're all in different states or countries. Like all of our friends just literally <laughs> spread out across the world. Um, and I think they're always gonna be your friends, but you need those people that like, it's Friday and nobody else has anything to do and you wanna get together. Or you find this fun thing to go do and you want to have that group text that's like, hey, let's all go do this. Um, so that's, I mean, that's where it kind of came from. And so um, I started going to these networking events and they were for specific things like bloggers or influencers or, um, entrepreneurs to network, yada, yada. Um, and I think what I found was we were going from online to offline. Some of us had been following each other on social media, whatever. Um, but none of those relationships really stuck. Um, everything kind of fizzled out. It was this, it was these one-off events that you never, there was no follow-up. There was no, there was no place to land, like I said. And so I was like, well, I want a, I want a place where people can land, where they feel like they can belong. Um, and another thing I saw was that some of these events that were being catered to specific audiences, um, you know, other people were getting left out. Um, and I heard, I just heard, started hearing of people saying, I'd love for XYZ to be available, but I don't know how to, how to do that. Or I'd love to meet XYZ kind of people, but I don't know how to do that or where to go. And so I was like, well, you know what? I may not know hundreds of people, but I sure as heck can be a facilitator of that. Um, and, and so I started it and it, a hundred percent people ask, how did you grow it? How did you market it? Like, who's your PR agent, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm my PR agent. <laughs> I'm my marketing team. I am, I mean, I have some interns now, but, um, it just grew like wildfire because women were starving for community. And like you said, that secret sauce is getting in person. Um, I think it really took away this um, veil of having it all togetherness on social media. And especially when it comes to like bloggers, influencers, or public figures. Um, because once I created this community and you know, we have a lot of bloggers, influencers, and people like that. Once I brought those people offline into real life, it was like, 
it, sh- it shouldn't be like this, but it was like, oh, you're just like me. And I've yeah. been following you, you know, I've been, mo- I've been following you forever. And I think you're this like cool, hip fashion blogger. And like, you know, you're just you, like me. You're just like yeah. me. You haven't washed your hair in three days either. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, what, you know, one of the things I, and obviously I've been involved in tons of networking events in my life. And the thing about networking events is mm-hmm. one, it's, it's really not designed for friendship. It's not really right. designed for, um, person. It's really not designed for your personal life in general. Yeah. Um, but it, it's designed for a little bit of competition, right? There's competition yeah. and I have to be the best of whatever my industry is. I have to get the most connections and it's a very transactional um, yeah. environment. And so what Here's was my happening, business card. What are you going to give to me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're going to trade relationships and it's going to be very transactional and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll get a little bit more than out of the deal than you do. Right. I mean, really it's about <laughs> winning. And, yeah. uh, and so what your experience is, you're going to all these events and it's like, dissatisfying because transactional relationships leave you with nothing at the end of it. Nobody really actually gains from it. And the Mm -hmm. difference between that kind of environment and and the kind of environment where women come almost naked, they just decide to show up as they are, right? And 100%. 100%. This is who I am. I don't have to get anything out of you. I'm not here for that. Um, I'm here actually to give mm-hmm. whatever I have and I'm here to support in it whatever way I can. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly the competition is gone, the transaction is gone and mm-hmm. women just get to be women. Mm-hmm. And it's actually ends up being, I, what you're describing is it was more fruitful than the networking events. Oh, Focus 100%. on the transaction and taking Tenfold. that away, taking that off the table, suddenly mm-hmm. had this fruitful journey where you're like, well, I don't know why it's growing. It's growing because everybody can see that there's nothing to hide here and there's nothing right. that um, the, the transaction is gone. And so it's a beautiful thing. So yeah. it started to grow. And, and now mm-hmm. when did the hashtag, was the hashtag from the very beginning, you can sit with us because, and, and by the <laughs> way, for our listeners who are over the age of 30, which is, would be myself, but I have younger sisters, so I know this. Let's let them know what hashtag you can sit with us really comes from in case they missed this movie. Okay, so it really came from the movie Mean Girls, which came out, when did that come out? Like early 2000s, am I correct? Yeah, I was already out of high school, so that's why. It's so I was, it. yeah, I was in high school. I was not even allowed to see that movie though. Like growing <laughs> up, I, was not, I, didn't, I didn't even see that movie until like college. Um, but... Yeah, so in the movie, they, I think it's when they're at lunch or whatever, um, one of the girls in their normal clique um, okay. is is showing, like, signs of, like, the things that are, like, super faux pas, and, like, they're not going to, whatever. Um, she's not dressing like them. She's acting like them or whatever. And then one of them gets really frustrated, and she says, you can't sit with us. Like, if, you, if, if she's going to be like that, if you're not going to conform to what we're doing, you can't sit with us. And so it's this whole mean girls mentality. Um, and so, yeah, when we, I don't know when we kind of started incorporating that, I would say strongly in the last like six to eight months, but, but maybe within the last year, um, because that's, it's true. Like we, we're not going to say 
oh, you can't come to this event because you're not fill in the blank. There should, there should be no reason, you know? Um, so yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why this is such a big deal and, and why as soon as, as soon as uh, Courtney told us that, oh, well, you, you know, their hashtag, you can follow their hashtag. You can sit with us. Tiffany and I were like, mean girls. Um, <laughs> and the reason why that is such a huge deal is because, um, and, and, you know, I'm going to be interviewing, um, Courtney Baker next Tuesday yeah. on, um, IGTV to talk about her study that she did mm-hmm. on why women aren't ending up in leadership in positions in healthcare. Yep. And she's most brilliant. People would assume that the reason for that is that there's, um, men keeping women out or lack of training or because they're starting families, they don't have time to get the educational opportunities blah, or blah blah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could have made a hundred million assumptions other than the fact that it was women keeping women down. Yeah. And that is what, that is why the Mean Girls movie resonates with women. Cause it's, it, you don't barely yeah. even get into junior high before you experience uh-huh how women are the, are so mean to each other and how they keep yeah. each other from being able to move forward in life. And so what you're creating is so incredible because people are like, yes, I'm so tired of this. I want Finally, to yeah. I, I want yeah. a safe environment where I can grow and be with other women. Um, mm-hmm. so and you said, you said something, you said something a minute ago um, about people show up and it's, um, they just feel naked. Like they're like, I'm here, never been here before, just sitting in the hubbub, don't want to miss out, but it's freaking scary to show up. You don't know a soul and you've never been to this random location. It's probably like in downtown or uptown Dallas and traffic is crazy to get there and you show up and you, it's not like you're going to bear your soul to every single person there, but it's really scary. And everybody understands that mentality, Kylie and Mean Girls, of everybody knows what it was like in junior high trying to make it or in high school trying to make it. And we have this mentality of, well, women are mean and people are rude and, you know, could be a bunch of B words or they can be this or whatever. Um, but I think what we found is that's super beautiful is a lot of us are not that way or that part of us comes out when other circumstances arise. And so, it's been really beautiful to see that and people show up for that. So tell me how this has changed the community at large, this group, how long has it been in existence? I mean, so we'll celebrate two years next month. Okay. So tell Mm -hmm. me what's, what has this group done for women (laughs) in Dallas in the last two years? On a smaller scale in, in at least some of my circles, like, like you, like you were saying about circles of influence, people are finding us women are saying oh i'm a part of that community and thank you so much or they're um listening to my podcast and you know getting plugged in or um there i will say even and this is not like a to your own horn moment but there are times when i will go to like a coffee shop or I don't know, like a local boutique or something. And I'm the kind of person that's going to strike up a conversation with a stranger. And so, um, if they ask me what I do, I tell them I run my own company and yada, yada. And I mentioned Dallas girl gang and they half of the time, I feel like lately they've said, 
either I've heard of that or I'm a part of that. Is that you? Or like, did you start that? And I will say, yeah. And, um, and it's really neat to see, and that does not happen all the time. I'm just saying it happens. And so in the last several months that I've seen that, I feel like, okay, there's something here. And, and I just see a vision for it. It's a, such a bigger future. Um, That's awesome. Well, yeah. and you are such a great example of a 20 something who's out there going <laughs> and getting it. It's, it's an inspiration to our community. Um, some of us, you know, uh, sometimes you just have to say, I see a need and I'm going to be the one to fill it. I'm not going to wait mm -hmm. for someone else. It's such a great example, um, mm -hmm. to all of us women that it's, it is our time whenever we see a need and we say, you know what, I could do that. It is the time for us to do that. And you're such a great example mm -hmm. of that. And Amanda, I know you. you are, um, you've got some other ways that you're going to be bringing women together. There's a big, um, she's hosting the Dallas girl gang is going to be having their own convention. Is that this summer, July, I believe. Um, yeah. So actually this summer, um, this is actually a conference that I started last year and it is just a production of my company. And so Dallas Groging is really, you know, our organization that's out of our company. Um, and that's definitely our audience, but this conference, um, it's called the fearless conference. And so this will be the second year that we're hosting it. And awesome. yeah, I'm excited. Well, I know that some of the more than me women are going to be coming to that conference as well. Um, we're going to be supporting Amanda and what she's doing. Um, all of the information about how you can get in contact with Amanda, if you're in Texas and you want to join the Dallas Girl Gang, if you want to come to this fearless event, if you want to know more about her business, they're all going to be um, linked on the page for this episode and also in the description. So if you're on iTunes or if you're on Google Play and you want to know more about what's happening in Dallas, um, what I really want to encourage um, our listeners from this episode is, um, are you in a community where this is the kind of thing where you think, gosh, what's happening in Dallas with Amanda and the Dallas Girl Gang, they really need that in Charlotte, North Carolina. Guess what? <laughs> We're empowering you today um, to go ahead and do that. And I'm sure Amanda, if you reached out to her on Facebook and said, you know, Amanda, I'm thinking of, of starting something like this in Charlotte. She'd probably be willing to say, yeah, let's, let's work together on that. I know that you've talked yeah. to Tiffany about, I'm ready for this to, to move past Dallas, that this should be a, mm -hmm. the kind of thing that we see in more cities. So um, mm -hmm. we want to empower you that you are the person, if this is in your heart, that you could get in contact with us. This, this whole idea that social media and technology can connect us um, from all over the world and all over the country is a real thing. And we're real people. Amanda yeah. is sitting here today in her house. I'm sitting here today in my house. We're just normal mm -hmm. people. Um, so you can contact us and we will answer you in the same ways that, that you would answer someone. So yeah. um, Dallas is this weekend. Please come and join us. More events to follow. Please make it a priority to meet us in person this year. If that's something you need to save up for, start putting a savings account aside and start saving up for your next More Than Me event so that you can meet us in per person. Join a membership, get on a Zoom call with us. We want to have you in our circle. Thank you so much for joining us today on the More Than Me podcast. We're sharing stories of women who decide to move outside of themselves and claim a higher purpose because together we are more. Um, next week, we're going to be joined by um, 
we're going to actually be joined by uh, a beautiful conversation that I just recorded today with Diana Henderson. We're going to be talking about the woman who was killed by Jesus um, of shameful bleeding and what shame does in our life and how Jesus brings that into the light. Um, so if you've enjoyed today's show, please go leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Again, you can find out more about this movement in more detail on morethanme.com. This is episode four, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a great day. Thanks.